Football Manager Football Show, brought to you by Scoreline.ie. It's the Football Manager Football Show. It is episode number 96. Uh, my name is Ken McGuire, joined in studio, uh, as as now, as as always, by... Remington DeShane. Cheap. But DeShane is spelled D-E-C-H-E-A-N-E. I'm, I'm surprised with your hair colour that it's not S-H-A-Y-N-E. Actually, it's it's Slim Shaney. <laughs> Twitter, uh, actually, Casey Laura's Instagram stories from this week will attest to fight to that. Yes, Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Shaney. That was my white collar boxing entrance music. Jesus. I came out to Ice Ice Baby, but saying Ice Ice Shaney and rapping the whole way. Uh, Ended up winning, undefeated. Did people buy into that? Yeah, people were like, who is. And I had blonde hair, I think, at the time, too. All right, stop, collaborate, and listen. Ice is back with a brand new invention, something. Grabs a hold of me tightly, flow like a harpoon daily and nightly. Will it ever stop? Yo, I don't know. Turn off the mic, and I'll flow. To the extreme, I rock a mic like a vandal. Light up a stage and watch some chumps like candles. Dance. Yeah, I'll stop. I'm surprised somebody didn't just come out and punch the head off you purely for that. I treat that, man. I treat that. Robbie Dowling, how is your week going? (laughs) It was good until I seen uh, the wannabe NXT wrestler across from me, and then... NXT. He's kind of like he looks like someone that's part of like a tag team that was lasted maybe a week and a half. Nigel McGuinness had NXT. this. Nigel McGuinness had this in Ring of Honor. He was a guy that got tagged in, and then the whole thing would fall to shit for his team. Yeah, I, I, think that's what I, I get, like. but that that's called getting heat, Robbie. Jesus. That's called getting heat. <laughs> it's called getting slapped. Robbie, Robbie's been working on his on his wrestling talk, references. Talk about getting oh, slapped. This little bitch has a shiner. I yeah. do. Yeah. I do. Tell, got- pe- tell people in the football world what happens when you play real man's football. Yeah, you get hit in the face by goalkeepers. Chat shit, get fucking slapped. Yeah. yeah. Ball now- came in the box. I went for the header like a fool. Won the header, scored a goal. Didn't realise I'd scored a goal till a good minute and a half afterwards because the keeper had come out and absolutely clobbered me in the face. To be fair, if the keeper didn't hit him, I was about to hit him. He missed one of the biggest sitters in sitter history. <laughs> and then I scored two goals. Yeah, he did. But and what did I say to what did I say to you before the game? If you get a cent of a goal, fucking bang it. Shint. I hit it first Shint fucking time. In fairness, right? Sorry, no, I don't like waffling on about my own stuff, but they did tell us to shoot. They I told us I to shoot, but I'm going to do it anyway. So they told us to shoot, and they were right. Like the keepers aren't of the highest quality. I went to take a shot at the edge of the box, and just for our listeners that you don't know, on the, what edge of the, the, the edge of the six-yard like, box. No, no, no. You see, this is the thing. Nobody knows I went to take a shot because when I took the shot, the ball got stuck in the mud. And I actually just swung a leg and it must have looked very fucking weird. But that was my first shot in the game. I just never connected with the ball. No, I'm, I'm that's talking, how bad the pitch was. So then when the, the next time I went through on goal, Six when I should have hit it first time, all I could think about was the last time I tried to take the shot early and I got stuck in the mud and then I did make it. I was snapping. Like right. So last well, luckily I turned up, scored two goals, we won the game and that's the end of that. Let's move it you on. You got subbed off. Um, yeah, the, to be fair, to be fair, <laughs> his job was done for the, the day. The, <laughs> the, game, the, game, the game, the week before, that I had said I was like lads what the fuck is happening with corners we have a team and there's about 8 lads over 6 foot like I was like what's happening with corners in terms of attacking normally I give out to them about defending them but this time I was like we got 7 fucking corners in the first half not one of you cunts got a fucking head on it and then what happens? Where does our goal come from? A corner. Free That's kick. called motivation. It was a free kick. It was a corner. It was a free kick. It was a corner. It was a free kick on the left hand. That, no, I'm talking about Evergreen. 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 Evergreen was a free kick. No, it was a corner. The, the left back got fouled and... 
I swear to God, look it up. It was it was Carroll, our left back, got fouled. The ball got swung in. Fit. Jamie won it. Shook, shook it was fit. a free kick. And then, the, and then the first goal then against uh, Freshford. I The two things I... Well, I said three things, but the two things I had said is like, lads, first of all, if you get a sniff of goal, just take a fucking shot, please. Because the ball... Why? Because the ball will ricochet off the keeper. What happens? The free kick, it was a cross. Going to the keeper's hands, the ball hits off him and I had a lad ready to pounce. And that's why I said, I was like, lads, the keeper will always drop a ball at least once in a Division 2 game. Be fucking prepared. And my brother, he listens to me, obviously. And he then, scored a goal. Much like my Porto team, we um, shipped a lot of goals to make it interesting. Yeah, we had to ship a lot of goals. <laughs> it ended 5-4, nine goals. Really, we ended with nine men. It really should have been a lot. Robbie got a slap. I did. We, should, we could have been up with Robbie missing sitters. Sean Grace only coming back. He missed a sitter, but then scored a goal that was almost exactly like the sitter that he missed. Like he did all the hard work, barely put the ball in the net. Well, That's this Castle Warren update. I wonder how <laughs> FM Elder is getting on. I was going to say this. This has been your Castle Warren update, or it may as well be the Castle Warren football <laughs> show thing of a thing. Uh, plenty to talk about uh, football manager wise uh, this week. Nick Reeve wondering uh, why Robbie's not on Twitter yet. Oh Jesus! Yeah, another I, week rolls by. No at Angry Young Man FM account. Yeah, I, I'd I'm just re- going to start it, and the two of us are just going to tweet on your behalf. I'll, be, yeah, I'll get I'll going. Start, but. start throwing out some really weird alt right stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie, unbeknownst to him, becomes the next Ben Shapiro. <laughs> account <laughs> accident- don't care about your feelings. Account accidentally gets witnessed by management. Management yeah, yeah, yeah. accidentally start questioning your your motives. Donald Trump starts following you. Uh, who are we all supporting at the World Cup? By the way, I have. Watch the bean of it. Uh, don't want to know who you think will win. Who asked? Nicky Reeve. Uh, Nicky Reeve. Uh, he's uh, he was rooting for Japan, though Japan they did well against Germany and then they didn't. Yeah, but they still have a chance. They don't do. They? Yeah. So you're telling me there's a chance they're playing tonight? Yeah. Against Costa Rica. Yeah. Argentina because of Messi, uh, which is a very simple one. I think a lot of people around the world are, and also as the tournament has gone on, the USA. I think they're yeah. really, really just a breath of fresh air the way the tack things and in 2026 if those players stick together and a lot of things can happen people are saying they'll be strong in 2026 next so World Cup's going to be class but if they are if those that kind of group it's of be core teams players in the next sticks World together yeah. it's in Canada Mexico and US well, that's the thing with the US being at home and looking at Canada as well I know they obviously they're knocked out lost their first two games but they're pretty good so I think it could be here, very good yeah. for the whole here, here, they, were, the they were great for the first maybe 40 minutes against Croatia here's the thing yeah, for you fell apart. that's yeah. probably a lack of experience they were brilliant against Belgium World yeah. Cup yeah. 1994 yeah. held in the US right correct how far has US soccer come on since then in that 28 oh, years oh man right? so therefore by proxy like Japan have come on since the World Cup uh-huh. seemingly and their league has gotten better South Korea have uh, South Africa maybe not so much but will that have the benefits for Qatar no. No, I don't think so. Not at all. They There's nothing well. there. There's no undercurrent of interest in soccer there, where I think there was in the US. Well, you're going to start, like like in the MLS, you're going to start getting players towards their heyday, now making that switch over to well, the Middle that's, East. That's what, that's what Ronaldo... Ronaldo. But the that's, likes that's of, where the money like is in the from. US before that, in the 70s, there was likes of Pele, Pele George Best. Yeah. Players went to Bobby Moore, I think, went over there. Rodney uh, Marsh. There's, pe- there's pedigree, there's history. I think there is, yeah. There's a bit there, and it, it, it's a it's a culture that's kind of embedded in sport, just but not they, maybe they, Western they, European Them, sport. very much like Ireland, have competing sports. Like, you have <laughs> yeah. the NBA, that's true, you yeah. have the NFL, you have the MLB, 
Um, so soccer yeah. is definitely at least fourth on the totem pole when you don't even factor in individual sports. Mm. You know what I mean? But there's always potential for any sports to grow, I think, in a sport and country. I don't think Qatar is a sport and country. It would have to become a As a of country. yet. No. no As of no, yet. Jesus, it won't. You need something there, I think. You need like a an undercurrent of something. Yeah. Speaking of US soccer, one of our listeners, well, a few of our listeners are over in the US, but Brian Cook, mm-hmm. he's uh, trying to get you to buy in a, to a football club or something. I would totally do that. Yeah, do, do it then. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it when I'm gonna do it when we get paid next. It's only a hundred quid. It's really interesting. Is it indiefootball.com or something? Indie yeah. City Football. I'll just get it up, and uh, for definite. But uh, he's the host of the Eleven Soccer Pod as well. Yes. So uh, big shout out to Brian Cook. He's been messaging me. He's been sending talking about stuff about Hulk Hogan playing Real American after the US qualified for the last thirty or last sixteen. But yeah, he was sending on. I, I can't even remember. But he's trying to get you to buy a soccer club. I would absolutely do that. I think we should all go in on a soccer club. Yeah, Castle Warren Celtic. That's what me and Robbie have done. Without, Robbie's going to be the secretary without, next year. Without that one. Um, uh, Spotify wrapped. Uh, Spotify wrapped has been thrown. Football manager, football show up in a lot of people's uh, most listened to podcast lists as well. Thank you so much. For, yeah, for send your, us on your screenshots. For your ears. Uh, with the exception of Connor with one in. <laughs> we didn't show up in his top five. He tagged Jack Mate though. And Jack Mate replied. But he didn't. And, uh, oh wait, my word! Yeah, he goes up your game, sir. Sock, and I just went never, never, never in a million years. Not uh, Brian doesn't have um, Brian. Uh, oh no, it was Martin Brommel that was on. Brommel, uh, uh, his season. It's season seems to be an interesting one. He finished third. Uh, with Newcastle in his first season. Pronounce your THs for our American listeners. Third. 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 Uh, he finished third uh, with Newcastle in the first season in the Premier League. Uh, he's maybe finding the motivation to get stuck into FM23 a little bit uh, hard, uh, but conceded 63 goals. When was the last time you saw a Premier League team concede 63 goals or over 60 goals? That's almost two goals a game, but still finished third in the league. Yeah. No, it's, I seen the thing where Haaland scored 92 goals in, in the league and Borussia Dortmund finished second. Jesus wept. Yeah. Uh, also, when you were going on the Spotify wrapped, Kahuna spent one and three quarter days listening to myself and yourself, but nearly twice as long listening to Alexander Hamilton. Oh, yeah. My name is Alexander Hamilton. 2,512 minutes. Just listening That's to Hamilton. That's it. We're, we're, we're Kahuna's top podcast. He's a top bloke. He wants to do some draft thing for episode 100. Yeah. I don't know what a draft is, but yeah. And Brian Cook, as well, going back to him, he tried to... Remember when we had that optional fee talk? Yes. He was trying to make me understand it. It's still a bunch of gibberish. There's no argue, There's no arguing with you on that. No, well, I don't argue. I just send gifts. You just... you Just, just like, things. no, you're wrong. You, you you use words and then you stand stand away. Uh, Dan, Danielson uh, has his uh, football manager decided to crash and corrupt a save. We, oh, I was kind of worried about that We had a bit night. of a crash last night. We did. Assume, like, and this was the thing. I don't know if this has happened to anybody... And I will check the boards and, and flag it. As soon as we all went to watch the Champions League draw, spoiler alert, Kent isn't it? And it was almost like a, a kind of a, a, a synchronized effort to click watch draw or start draw. The draw starts, and then you two immediately got a crash error. Yeah, that you're, is a true your true assessment. You're of dumped out of things, and then the draw continues. But when you get back into when you got back in, you were able to watch. You were able to stay watching the draw. Yeah, yeah. But half of it was already done. So yeah. Um, so that's a that's an interesting one of uh, Ken. You know what? It is very interesting. Up. What is that? 
No, I was just agreeing. Oh, it is very yeah, interesting. It's, it's very uh, interesting. Lee Riggs is top of the league. Fuck Lee Riggs. In the Argentine second division. He's got eight games to go. The Almagro revolution goes on. Taking no prisoners, just unhappy players in the reserves. Viva Almagro with regards from Senor Hector Ruggiero. Be the living Jesus. Uh, also, There's before we go any there. further, I want to give a big shout out to... Fint, fucking what's his face over there Finton Robbie Doyle well Finton Robbie Doyle for a geography no for for Robbie for his two class interviews there oh man alive oh this is get this is this is must listen to stuff because we got to get the we have well we, we haven't put it up yet but okay so we're, we're going to get both of them out this week uh, do you want to do you want for for football fans in particular because we still have uh, two weeks ish left of of the World Cup do you want to break down who you have been talking to and who people can hear yeah there was um, two in particular. Uh, Duncan McMath, who was the writer and director of the BBC documentary uh, Ronaldo the Phenomenon, which kind of yeah, which looks back on kind of the four-year period between the '98 World Cup, which obviously Ronaldo starred in to some degree, and then um, unfortunately had a seizure hours before the kickoff in the final against France, and goes all the way up to the 2002 final, where obviously he scored two goals and Brazil won it for the fifth time against Germany. It's a brilliant documentary. I really, um, I think if you're interested in football at all people that really want to watch that and um, obviously when you watch it go back and listen to the interview with Duncan because it's really insightful he gives little tidbits that aren't in the documentary around kind of relationships and things that went on and what people are like well, what Ronaldo's off camera reaction was to seeing the documentary I found that really yeah, cool yeah Ronaldo's reaction was quite um, I mean I won't spoil it but it was a really good good reaction from a kind of a I think someone that when you I think people always thought of it of Ronaldo and he just seemed like a really genuine happy fella to be on the football pitch and that Obviously, you know, his career was played by injuries as he got older and I think that hurt him a lot. But and the fact he wasn't even going to be playing in the 20, uh, 2000, like there was yeah, doubts over him being playing. In the documentary, and these are the things that I suppose in the echelons of history, you don't realise how close things could easily have changed. I mean, it's a 23-man squad. I think he was the 23rd player on the list. It was between himself and Romario. And you see it in the documentary brilliantly where really, and people will say, oh, what are you talking about? Clearly he would have went to the World Cup. But at the time, he was so badly plagued by injuries. There was a question mark around what was the point to bring him there was a good chance once he got there uh, that he'd never actually take to the field so uh, it's a brilliant documentary and I really um, think you should watch it and obviously listen back to the interview oh, Romario was playing with Vasco da Gama then as well he was after sending the last that was, that was the twilight of his now Vasco da Gama I remember they bet United in the club World Cup or whatever the fuck it was they back did, in 2001 yeah. so you know they probably weren't as it's not as bad as what you think but like he left European football in 97 to go back to Brazil. So he was kind of in his heyday. So yeah, yeah. to not play Ronaldo, who hadn't played that much anyway for Inter previously. Yeah, that's the thing. Ronaldo had never played, so it really was a toss-up between the two of them. And, and obviously, big Phil Scolari just went with Ronaldo. And um, Jesus, what a team, though. Oh, <laughs> like Remember Rivaldo? He just felt the football so much that when he got kicked in the shins, <laughs> he, he felt it all the way in his brain. It hurt his brain. <laughs> Dropping at the corner flag like a sack of spuds. was crazy, though. Like, <laughs> that was so bad. Individually, Roberto Carlos, Cafu, Lucio, I think. Oh, um, Lucio. Oh, man, that Bayer Leverkusen team was a fucking give bomb. Give me Claudio Taffarel in goal any yeah. day of the week. You'd actually was Taffarel in goal in there? He must have been. 
Yeah, he was. Jesse would have yeah. been, yeah. Dungay. Dungay was well gone by then, I'd say. I think the biggest compliment you could pay Ronaldo is, I think, oh, 6 team on paper is arguably better. You have the likes of Gilberto Silva in their prime. Kaka is tearing it up with AC Milan. Ronaldinho was World Player of the Year that year. Um, Dida was in goal at one Champions League with AC Milan. They, they were probably a better team Dida, in 06, yeah. but because Ronaldo wasn't Cleverson. at the same level, even though he scored a couple of goals, uh, Brazil didn't win the World Cup, and I think that goes to show um, how good a player he really was in 02. And then, obviously, he wore that famous kit and that was designed by Craig Buglass and I also caught up with him Bugle. on score it's not Bugle it's B- Buglass Craig Bugle. Buglass he actually designed all of Nike's kits from 2000 to 2006 and Puma's kits from 06 to 2010 he designed the Italy World Cup winning kit in 2006 now I don't touch on that in the interview but I do touch on the fact that he designed the Brazilian kit in 02 it was a very famous one I think it was on the cover of Ronaldo versus Football um, the game uh, that was on the PS1 and I catch up with him about a lot of things that was a really insightful interview I have to say in terms of we're obviously watching on and Shane mentioned it there the Rivaldo thing when he got kicked with the ball against mm. Turkey or ever and we're looking at it from one angle and he's looking at it from a completely different angle certain things I mean um, there's a brilliant antidote in the interview where Rivaldo kind of takes off his jersey and throws it over his head and starts swirling I think that was against England in the quarter finally scores a goal and obviously everyone's thinking that's a, this is an iconic moment particularly if you're a Brazilian supporter but he's looking at it from a different angle in terms of um, he's like, shit. Again, again I won't spoil it but yeah, <laughs> yeah shit yeah. Like I, I've met a bollocks of the kit, and now I could be out of a job and and stuff like that. Get, that was the same way we were talking to Greg Wetley from STI STRI Group, who returfed Crow Park after the Carlsbrook concerts, yeah. and he's like, I can't look at games like and enjoy them because yeah. I'm looking at the pitch. Yeah, and I'm like, is it holding up? And then there was some controversy recently over the semi final uh, Leinster semi final games about the pitch, and I had just spoken to Greg the week before, and he said, "Oh, it's tip top condition and stuff." So you know, you you get a lot of stuff on scoreline here. Robbie's Robbie's interviews. You, are they going to go up on scoreline? Or are they going to go up on the Football Manager Football Show? I think they'll have to go both. Special pod, a special podcast a special on the Football Manager Football Show because it might increase our listens for the month. Because <laughs> last month was our our best month and we haven't surpassed it. And what's the only change? This fucker. So I know. Yeah, special Football Manager Football Show podcast with Robbie. Yes, introducing scoreline extra. Right, we're done, are we? Yeah, I think. To the I think oh, actually, no, we got one more show. It was there. Marcos as well in goal, not Tafarel. Marcos ah, played with Palmeiras. So it was Tafarel and Dida. Actually, Tafarel would have been early, mid 94, 98. Yeah, I think so. But Marcos in that World Cup, sorry, if I'm not sure who it was. Marcos in 02. Marcos was completely injured. He had a broken hand. That's how dominant Brazil were. Shit. He played in the goal with like a, a hand that was just completely patched up and that's how dominant Brazil were. I mean, you think about it, they weren't really on the back foot for much of that World Cup. Caffarel so. retired in 98 from international 98, football. There we go. Uh, Tyler Devine. Uh, fucking Devine. Because every time we say the name Tyler Talk Devine, about an just, NXT fucking... You're just like, ah, oh, it's, it's like honey in your ears. It's amazing. Uh, he says he got canned. From uh, HSV, you should get some after turns. a decade, partially for subpar results, finished fifth in Bundesliga, uh, but also for calling out the board for never giving me the money to build a squad to take the next step. Damn right, fucking know how that feels. Uh, anyway, he ended up with Newcastle, flush with cash, currently sitting in first. Uh, and uh, Hamburg wanted him to sign first team ready players; they just wouldn't give him the money uh, or any development. I bonus. hate that shit. I hate when a director of football is like suggesting a target. You're like, he's a hundred million. I have four euro in the bank. <laughs> 
Will you cop on like Will you actually do your yeah, fucking like, job We should, we should really go and sign him And then you go to the board Director of football decision Or d- suggestion is this And then you go to the board And the board are like No we're not spending that money And we're second on Nicky Reeves uh, Spotify rap by the way Which is great And he has the Wrestling Me pod third How is the Football Manager Football Show And the wrestling universe Just colliding So like interconnected Yeah So interconnected Anyway But that's, that's all of the shouting Outing Onto the foosball Let's talk about the actual shit That matters on the podcast We so got uh, I started, August I started getting worried I was going to get sacked Why? I could be out of my arse Why? Club fucking elections Oh yeah The elections coming up And then you have lads going Yeah I plan to uh, bring in Scolari maybe Or I plan to bring in this person There's one guy that I want to get elected Tony Mancillo Hey, I'm Tony Mancillo Because he, he ain't making he, changes I ain't making changes, I. Is he coming with cash? Don't know, man Doesn't matter I ain't making changes can I you, like it the way it is Can you come out in the <laughs> Woo! Jesus There's a good uh, almost It's Bourne's place called the Dragon Slayer or something, no? Ooh, or El, El, El Drago Is it El Porto? Drago? Yeah No, no, Sporting Oh, I haven't a clue. No, the Drago is, um, is Porto. Is Porto. Isn't yeah. there a stadium of light over in... There is. That's, yeah. that's Benfica. Benfica, yeah. yeah. I knew that because it was a Sunday. Oh. Stadio de Luz. Isn't there yeah. something like that? Yeah. Along, along those lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I was, exactly what I was going to say before I almost spilled a cup of tea... Jose Alvalade Stadium. With the presidential elections, you can't... Um, in game, I don't know if it's a real world thing or not, you can't come out and... Support. And support one particular candidate. Why, why the fuck would you? They're losing and you're out in your arse. You were supporting yeah, this guy. That's, hey. that's also true. Hey. There's, there's a flip side Keep to quiet it. on uh, that. We got August to get through. And, and we, we did, and up we until did. the transfer window. Yeah, which is which is all right. Because that takes fucking ages. Now, Robbie, not for Robbie, he's probably not the, even taking part in No, but death. this was the thing. We said last week that games, uh, as soon as we get into the regular season, because everybody plays at the same time. Pretty much, by you and your weird Champions League. Oh, because I had to do them fucking poxy things. But I do. I, I'm going to start with the Champions League side of things for this week because that's uh, literally where the game starts. We had finished up before I get into the. Uh, it's it's like what it used to be the third qualifying round, but now there's a round before the third qualifying round on the league path thingy side of things. I got to play Monaco, and then if I beat Monaco, I got either Dynamo Kiev or Union SG. Who have a massive Irish connection? We covered that before, didn't we? Did we? Yeah, haven't they got a guy from? Is it a guy from Cork or Limerick? Who's is he? Director of football or is he the manager or something? When they were doing Champions League stuff this year, it was huge. Was there? Yeah, man, you're talking to a man who just found out Phil Bab has connections with Carlo. Yeah, his man's from Carlo. Baba Bing. Baba boom. He's been waiting to use that all day. Yeah. Uh, taken to the pitch against Monaco, the pre-match team talk seems to have uh, landed uh, nicely on this one. We get our first decent chance about 15 minutes into the game, and we convert. Starts with Julian Draxler. <laughs> there's who, a Union Berlin Irish Supporters Club. Uh, that, that's what I'm saying. Down there's, in like, Cork. There, there's such an Irish connection with Union and and Ireland. Oh. And they've done really well in the in the Belgian leagues because they Bohemian signed midfielder on loan from Union Berlin. What the fuck? It's a, it's a, it's a thing. It's a it's an Irish management link that's there. And what? look look at the look at the Belgian league tables for Union Patrick, for the last couple of years. Pat German Irish profession. Patrick Coleman, uh, born in Dortmund in German to a German father. He's only th- he's he's thirty nine. He's young enough, yeah. And current assistant coach at World of Bremen, but he's German Irish 
and he played for Union Berlin. That's the only connection yeah, I seem to find. There's, there's definitely more in there. I'm fairly sure we've we've just covered it. No, we've covered, covered like the likes of the Irish connection with Ajax, uh, the Irish connection with Boca Juniors, and yeah. people thinking the Boca Juniors colours are the Tipperary colours because the Tipperary man, but it's not. Um, we've covered a few of these kind of things. Remember that guy in is a Singapore that's fucking lighting yes. up the Singapore oh, league or something. So funny, so good. Um, yeah, but I I've, I don't remember that uh, Union Berlin, but they hosted Bohemians. There re- recently, yeah, a friendly three years in the making. It says, "I'll keep reading. You talk about okay. your stuff. I won't listen." So we got to play Monaco. Uh, quarter of an hour into the game, we're one nil up. Julian Draxler has dropped out of the left wing. He's down around the middle of the park. This lovely short pass. I'm, I'm really liking the passing. When you get into good passing plays and good passages of passing play in the game this year, it just seems to, it just seems to really, really work. Yeah, I you agree. Get, Get a short pass out to Rafa, up to Ramos, who's about 30 yards out. He sticks the ball absolutely on the foot of Neres, beats the offside, through on goal, left-footed shot, side of the keeper, 1-0 up. 23 minutes in, 2-0 <laughs> up, 4-1 on aggregate. Neres, the provider this time, hits a 30-yard pass to Draxler on the right wing because he's just decided to go completely opposite side of the pitch this time out. Don't ask me what he's doing out there. Heads back into Ramos, picks it up at the edge of the box. A little flick to Rafa. This is class. Beats the keeper on the near side. So now it's looking like... Uh, oh no, it's not Rafa's on a hat-trick. Could be Neres had the first goal. 38 minutes in. Game set and match. Enzo and Joe Murillo combined to set up Draxler. Lobs one into the box about 20 yards out. Real lofty pass. Neres gets his head on the end of it. 2-0 for him. So we've had a little left foot shot. A little header. I'm looking for a perfect hat-trick in the Champions League. And then it's 3-1 before the break. Shao Enrique beats Otamendi. Jesus, he fucking bet him well too. Uh, got, I've got four of my lads in the six-yard box. He still manages to find Ben Yedder, fires home. Fireworks. Game has exploded in the course of like 20, 25 minutes. We've had four goals. Halftime, it's 3-1. We're leading Monaco 5-2 on aggregate because we bet them 2-1 last week. And then 59 minutes in, an absolute peach from Rafa. Fairly sure the goalkeeper is going to get the assist. I think I have this recorded as well. Long kick out, finds Ramos up against De Sassi, Axel De Sassi, who I had bought for... Heavy on the uh, Toulouse. Did I buy him for Toulouse? Had him at Toulouse? And I, think, I think I ended up buying him for Hibs as well, didn't I? Uh, he falls to... Oh no, had him at Hibs, that was it. Falls to Rafa on the edge of the box, rifles it, hits the right post, rolls back across the line and in. Make four changes over the half hour, because you can five. Uh, we close out the game. Uh, what I'm liking is the uh, little kind of new options for what you say to players when you're bringing them on at different times in the game. So like the dialogue changes if you're bringing them on with a half an hour to go or if you're bringing them on with like 10 minutes to go. Tell them they don't really have enough time to make an impact. Anything they can do on the pitch is a bonus. Um, that kind of a thing. But that's how you handle <coughs> the two-legged tie, lads. Monaco out of the way and we get Union SG as the final hurdle to getting into the Champions League. Thanks for listening. This yeah, has been the Football Manager Football <laughs> Show. Congratulations. <yeah. laughs> I was reading up on Union Berlin and their Bose connection. Um, I thought it said that uh, Union Berlin had a partnership with Fontaine's DC, which is an Irish band. And I was mm-hmm. like, what the... F-? And I started laughing, but no, it was actually Bohemians, which okay. makes more sense. Ah, yeah, yeah. But apparently, Germany is the third biggest export for Bohemian shirts and League of Ireland shirts in okay. general. They did really well. This, If, if people don't recognise Bohemian shirts, this year they're all... Uh, they've got that uh, special edition Bob Marley shirt. Is that this year? I thought that was a few years ago. No, because they went to bring it out and then it was pulled for... I don't know, copyright or for something, but I think they... I Bob think they Marley's managed. representatives didn't want it. Yeah, I think they've managed to bring it out, though. Did Bob Marley 
like play at Bohem at Daily Man Park. Daily, Daily Man Park. Park. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah, there you go. Um, but uh, yeah. Anyway, after Ken's little soliloquy, um, we'll go into the real stuff that's yeah. happening. Because while I'm doing this, you're actually doing the league, so you'll be a game ahead of me. For uh, Sevilla wanted Ignacio, which is my 20 year old wunderkid to keep the German theme so I offer him a new contract For and sure. he accepts he wanted to go to Sevilla but he was just like yeah I'll sit down and talk with you he only wanted an extra six grand more so I was like yeah a week yeah I was like fucking make him he wanted to be an important player as opposed to like a youth prospect mm-hmm. Did so you I make did. him an important player? Yeah, I did. He was going to be my centre-back for the rest of the season. Anyway. Oh, fair enough. Okay. <laughs> Luis Neto is 36, like, so he was my... I have him and Sebastian Cotes and I have a few other lads that can yeah. dip in there. But uh, I go up against Pacos de Ferreira. Uh, I'm positive as I'm at home. I give Edwards a run out because Trincao is still injured. I have Arthur Gomez then in for Trincao with Palestri kind of coming off. Uh, Iturbe in goal for... At, Instead of Adnan after that fucking abysmal goal he gave away last week. And if anybody and hasn't seen it, the video oh, is still on the Twitter it's account. It's a load of shit. They, show. No highlights after 10 minutes, so I give it a little Demi more because fuck Winna Paltrow. The Beljo, that's his name now. The Beljo. He capitalises on a bad pass, slots home in the bottom corner. Top of the table, bitches. After two games uh, Marisa goes close Forcing a great save And then on 21 minutes Edward spots no calves And hits a very clever Through ball It's 2-0 um, So I'm happy with that Coasting No it, No calves getting another goal uh, Their first shot Cuttings on the 27 minutes uh, keep, Keeper Iturbe gets caught off the line And their striker Butske Hits the top of the net But like on the On the outside of the net And then I realised I was playing with a sweeper keeper I was like Nah fuck that I don't even re- I don't like sweeper keepers In real life To be honest with you um, Why not Because they cause It's just they, unnecessary Because they like, come out a bit more A goalkeeper is meant to stop the goal Right And I understand you can stop the goal by, But he's not a defender Right Just fucking I, I like David De Gea You know what I mean Fucking, he does what goalkeepers do. He stops fucking goals going in. Sometimes. I think I think it only I think it only suits goalkeepers as a sweeper keeper, depending on what stage of their oh, career. Oh, we they're in. passing distribution. Ah, fuck off. Just fucking save the ball going into the net and pull off cool saves and make it look class. If you're going to play a high line, you have to have a sweeper. Ah, you keeper. don't have to do shit. You have have fast have defenders. Keeper. Have fast that defenders. Helps. That's that why helps. you got but taken you out. Of sweep, you need a sweeper keeper. You don't need. You need a sweet. No, you don't. You don't you need. need that's one. how Germany won the World Cup. Yeah, but look at Neuer now. Yeah, yeah it's terrible. And he yeah. and it's and it's ruined goalkeeping now. All keepers have to be fucking ball playing fucking defenders now as well. Lord of shit. I don't mind distribution. I like you know. I like a good long throw from a keeper. <laughs> He's the only lad using your hands. Oh, fucking fuck did it, kicking. Did any of you see? I know this is a completely sidebar. Did I, I don't know who had it out on Twitter. Did any of you the see the longest throw? Uh, no, uh, goalie wars. Oh, they, it's like penalties. It's like penalties for fucking Americans, but mad. It's like penalties, but it's goalkeepers. So they set up like goals, like I don't know, twenty, thirty yards apart, and they just throw it, and they just throw it at each other. Oh, I've seen that. It looks yeah. fucking. It's dead. Americans. It's They're madness. Yeah, madness. Go anyway. on, keep coming up with weird shit like that, America. Anyway, uh, I go balanced and I take down the tempo for the last fifteen minutes of the first half. We start dominating more after that. Shots galore, all off target. I had six from five, and then it became twelve from six. <laughs> Like, how does that make sense? Uh, since the change. So highlights start to dry up, so I know a goal is coming from them. And sure enough, Buttsgate with an absolute world there. When you see a name like that, you're like, this motherfucker's going to score. <laughs> and he does. Uh, so Demi Moore again. 
your man hit on a fucking first time uh, volley like so I go back more positive I hit the outside of the post with a header I don't have a good feeling like this the defensive line still looks really high after I dropped the defensive life yeah. standard It's they're still playing up on the fucking halfway line um, so Beljo the Beljo goes close <coughs> three times three times two of them look like the same fucking animation Goes close three times, so I take him off. I'm like, motherfucker, you didn't see... So I bring on Palinio. I bring on Rachina on for Arthur Gomez. Uh, Taide comes into centre midfielder instead of no cast, and Ugarte and Marita are just kind of a bit fucking tired. So I go to waste time. I win 2-1, 24 shots, 11 on target. Like, they had like four shots, two on target. One of them was a goal. I didn't have shoe from anywhere. Belgium should have him five. Load of bollocks. Like, what the fuck? And this is the same with AC Milan. Remember, I remember it was 39 <laughs> shots or something in one game. Ended up losing. <laughs> How did your opening game go, Robbie? Good. I was playing Vitsela at home. Um, before Vitsela. Vitsela against O. Against remember, you lost your port. Yeah. Fitzela against Porto at the drag out but before that Danny Namaso an attacking midfielder that I didn't know I had until I got um, warned that he has food poisoning so he was no loss and Wilson Manafa uh, began his rehab after a seven month layoff again didn't know I had Manafa so um, none of these things affected me so I was preparing for the game and all of a sudden boom get a bid for Pepe my centre back not the attacking midfield player um, the 39 year old Pepe that would have played for Real Madrid a lot of our listeners most of our listeners will know him um, and in the past obviously um, I had decided against selling Pepe because the squad came to me and were saying um but then after that the squad came to me and they said uh, you should sell them no one should be held against their will so I was like okay you know I'll, I'll give in to player power what have you they, they really are the ones in control these days the book has changed you know the, the tail is bagging the dog and all that sort of stuff um, so I sell them get a two million pound bid first bid that comes in from PSG I sell them off and say look I'll, I'll do what the players want the players then come to me and they say that um, what were you doing selling Pepe that was a stupid decision uh, he's a quality player and he should never have been sold uh, I'm just bemused at this stage. I had a good idea. But he's still 39, like you know. he's 39. I wanted to keep him. I desperately wanted to keep him. That's why my original idea was to keep him. But then the kind of like the mixed signals. I, I is it a is it a pure leadership thing? Is it like I'm getting rid of somebody that has a good personality in the dressing room? What were you thinking? No, I was thinking once once he wanted to leave. And I had a discussion with him and his agent that went poorly. Yeah. Um, I think they always go poorly, do it? It's hard to... Pretty much. Yeah. Football manager 2021, that was me with Leicester. Anybody that came was like, I want that. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah, it's get very it. difficult to get around that. Anyway, so I'm like, look, I need you to stay. I'm he's, different. He's not happy. So I'm like, fuck it then. I'll sell. Because once the players came to me, I was like, fuck it. He wants to go. The players want him to go. Yeah. I'll sell him. And then the players come to me after I accept, accept the bid saying, oh, we wanted him to stay. So I'm like, fuck you. You had your opportunity. You fucking blew it. Um, He's gone. Fucking he's ruined man Miles Jacobson start your show uh, so he's gone I get 950 grand of the 2 million so I get 50% of any transfer how much of um, wages was he in. on I don't know I just got rid of him I'm not 100% sure um, yeah, not that probably not that decent care. enough money no. I'd say like, he, does he, know that he, he would have been on the budget. top wages can you, you know you can adjust your wage budget yeah, you can to give you more wage and transfers and yeah so allocation. you might have more a bit more money wise and that Right, yeah, he's I'm probably not, paying 100% of his wages or something. No, I'm not too concerned about it. No, he's gone. He's not on loan. Yeah, but you can still pay 
like 100% of their wages when you sell them as well. <laughs> That's how oh, we get fuck. rid of players that we don't want. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, but anyway, so then I move on to the game uh, and it's against Vizela at home and I get a penalty in the 10th minute. Brilliant Ooh. start. Still sticking with my 4-2-3-1 um, vertical tiki-taka and all that stuff. Get a penalty. Taremi steps up. You're thinking, you know, this guy scored in real life against England. He's been brilliant in pre-season for me. Obviously he didn't go well in the first game of the season but he's going to bury this. Uh, he doesn't. It's a terrible penalty. It's saved. I'm absolutely rage and thinking how the fuck has that happened? It was like those two penalties that you missed for Castle Warren, I'd imagine. Yeah, I've scored fifty percent of Castle Warren goals. This one, one, one of one of one of one of them knocking us over a cup. When, when Robbie's playing for Candice's next season, <laughs> <laughs> different story. Yeah, I have the shiner to play. No. <laughs> um, anyway, continuing on with the game very quickly. Uh, Otavio puts in a ball. Otavio's a brilliant player. I have to say that I've seen him now the last couple of games. Uh, he's my savior, really. Um, Cheeky bid. Ten? Do you want to have a little cheeky bit? He'll be reject, rejected out of hand. Oh, yeah, but at least, and then he be, might be like, oh, wow. Right, right, right. Oh, wow, clear interest. Sporting Lisbon, I doubt it. Um, Otavio puts it in. Uh, Carmo, my centre-back, who's also a very good young player. Uh, brilliant header after 27 minutes. It's 1-0, half-time, 10 shots to zero, five on target to zero, XG of 1.36 to zero, and I have 70% possession and 93% pass completion. I mean, it couldn't have been going better other than the scoreline maybe being um, bigger than it was. But I mean, dominance. And as I said in the earlier, uh, when I started off on this podcast, uh, I like dominating games and making sure the opposition don't have many chances. So perfect first half from my point of view. Started the second half. Off, Otavio gets sent off and I am fucking shitting it at this stage I have no idea what to do Do I, I just stick with the 4-2-3-1 and don't play a number 10 he's playing behind the striker I should say who is Taremi um, I just got, so it's basically a 4-4-1 at this stage and um, I am thinking what is going on here Carmo misses a sitter in the second half after another um, set piece I am absolutely hanging on there was a couple of times where the game stopped and there was a highlight for a Vizela attack and I was thinking oh Jesus Christ if I draw this game I'm absolutely fucked um, cling on win 1-0 14 shots to 3 5 on target for me to 1 for them uh, they don't actually do an awful lot but I'm just kind of nervous after losing the first game mm. last weekend against Porto Menenche so an XG of 2.05 to 0.18 and I still have 69% possession so even going down to 10 men for 40 minutes in the second half didn't seem to affect it but I was really really nervy and I was worrying that a goal would come if they got a corner or a free kick or something like that um, and obviously with Otavio being out of the next game it's not ideal because as I said he really is my star man probably alongside Taremi and somebody that's going to come in quite soon in the next couple of games but nevertheless after last week uh, losing the first game I needed a win uh, I was playing against a very poor team it must be said but I got over the line a set piece goal probably akin to the great Tony Pulis Stokes team uh, getting the goal from a set piece well, clinging on teams that I've said of, uh, of all time 1-0 take it on I needed the three points got the three points we go from there but certainly uh, performance wise again possession possession wise uh, are you doing anything in particular for the high for the high numbers like you're playing a slower pace of football yeah it's slower pace build up and then when it gets to the edge of the box it's about kind of no sorry I should say it's direct um, up to around the kind of last third 25-30 yards out from goal and then it's about being a bit more slower and precise uh, with it and that was a lot better in pre-season than what it is now I think their, their use of the ball isn't great um, at the latter end of the pitch but nevertheless I mean I dominated possession I can't really complain too much I think what was it, an XG of 0.18 I'm playing, I'm playing with 10 men for large spells of that game I don't think it can be too um, mm. too kind of over-concerned but nevertheless the fact that I'm only scoring one goal isn't 
exactly great. Yeah. Um, but happy enough. Three points from two games. Not ideal, but it's better than one point or no point. So we move it on from there. Well, you get Vizela and then I get Vizela immediately after you. It's pronounced Vuvuzela. It's from Vuvuzela. Uh, and it, it just goes to shit. I've had such a really good game against Monaco and you've just beaten these lads as well. Uh, and then a quarter of an hour in, I'm 1-0 down. Uh, now, ha! what I had realised that at the end of the Monaco game, because it was, like, I think the last half hour of the Monaco game, I went to only comms. So I had missed the first 15 minutes of uh, this game. And then I did something which amounted to... Uh, the, oh the pre-match advice I was like oh I don't do pre-match advice and they said oh you should play a lower line of engagement so I thought to myself a lower line of engagement is just the difference between sitting on the edge of the box and then sitting just off the edge of the box but then when I went in at uh, half time and I realised I was absolutely 1-0 down uh, my lower line of engagement had pretty much all of my players sitting outside my box and there was zero engagement at all in the first half. We were so bad. Uh, another Maria corner on 51 minutes led to another Anderson header on 51 minutes. And Ozmagic uh, finishes it at the back post. And all of a sudden, with 40 minutes to go in the game, I'm 2 nil down. Draxler starts pressing, gets nowhere. Neres goes close, gets nowhere. Jean Maria goes close, gets nowhere. Second half of the game, absolute muck. 89 minutes on the clock, though. Neres gets a through ball to Ramos, fires home. Is there enough time for an equaliser? No. Because 90 plus one, they have one in the back of the net. It's ruled out offside. I get 24 shots on goal. I have a 2.08 XG. I get 62% of the ball. We've out-muscled them, out-bossed them, out-everything them, except put the ball in the back of the net, and they made their set pieces count. We were terrible as a result. The difference between an elite team and a shit team. And we lose 2-1. And now I have to put all my eggs in the Champions League. (laughs) Because we're already starting to lose ground in the Portuguese league. Yes. Are you succeeding already? Hand the league over to me. Not at all. Even though I am third. You have to go out and win it yet. Yes. Do you want me to go on to my next game? I'd love that. Well, to be fair, I always go quick pick. You know, I like a little quick pick, let the assistant manager pick the team and then make my adjustments in terms of like let him fill out the bench. And I'm really annoyed because every time I go to quick pick now, out of the nine possible subs that I'm allowed to have, he only puts three on the bench. Is that his way... Is that his way of going that you only have three players of enough quality to go on the bench? Bullshit! He, he fill out that motherfucking bench for me, bitch. I meant I'm allowed to have five subs. I'm allowed to have five and you're only filling out three. I think you should get the sack. Shit like that will annoy me, honestly. And I will be just like, no, fuck you, you're gone. I'll need to get an assistant manager that has a bit of tactical nuance. Maritimo's up next. Realised I had the sweeper keeper on again, so fuck that and I dropped the line. Um, it... You know, I noticed, you know, when you click in, it doesn't tell you the changes from the last match. I relied on that heavily for my notes. Oh, sorry. When you go to the, the, the team, the, the screen before... Yeah, the it team says, oh, there. you have made five changes. Is there not? Oh, yeah, because it's, it's all formatted differently. Yeah, there, it's year. all like the players are happy with this. And, yeah. and most of all, my players are happy. I'm telling you, I'm a fucking joy to be around. Asadjo's <laughs> in at left back as Ruiz is out with an injury. Edwards goes out left with Palestri right because I wasn't too happy with Arthur Gomez. Fans apparently looking for another masterclass from O'Keefe. Or as they pronounce... Okefe. Very good. The man of war. Marcus Edward converts a penalty after he himself got dragged down. Then 2-0. Marata. Marita. With a fucking screamer. I actually... Like, I'm generally fairly quiet on that... Uh, chat. 
chat, but Jesus, I screamed for that one. Um, Ugarte with the assist, and that's even dirty to say that. Like that, is, he passed in the ball, and Marita just fucking buried it. Not even God can claim an assist assist in that one. Um, just about thirty five yards out, thirty yards out, and drove it across the keeper on the opposite side. Then I start going right. I need a clean sheet because I haven't gotten one even in preseason. They have five at the back with two defensive midfielders, so they're going really defensive. So I'm thinking, and I've noticed this in latter games as well. I'm thinking there is a massive disparity in quality of teams. So when you're going up against the likes of Benfica or previously Porto, now O, maybe they're not too about O, but uh, Sporting especially, they're going to be a bit cautious. Uh, 3-0, Marita turns the assister for no calves, who despite his physical affliction of having no calves, finishes. Impeccable. Never give up on your dreams, kids. And it's gun calves, that's who I'm talking about. Uh, They're now playing with caution, because of course you're 3-0 down, so you start playing with caution. 4-0, 4-0, another Edwards penalty. I make a few subs, uh, bring on uh, Fernandez and Paulinho. Jerry St. Justi, on for Porro, nice. right back. Uh, a goal only comes, and then they score a poxy set piece. For fuck's sake, still no clean sheet. Delighted with a performance dub, to be fair. I'm loving having the five subs. Yeah. So, like, people aren't getting fucking annoyed or whatever. But then again, it could have the negative effect that you're making too much changes, like I did. Brought on all five subs, conceded. Um, but the whole press conference after was about Marita <coughs> saying, like, what a fucking goal. It was honestly class. Unreal again. It was class. When we go back to the Champions League, and now we've got Union SG, uh, which I'm still not 100% on, on who's doing what on the Irish side of things. Uh, but we're heavy odds on favourites uh, to win it. Uh, and win it, we do. Uh, we've got two minutes on the clock. Uh, and this is gas. Uh, there seems to be another little bit of a bug in it. I don't know whether it was to do with all the commentary or what, but um, you could see my delight uh, on screen when the Champions League music kicked off. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. That became a name when all. When I get like loads of Champions yeah. League games, and then we did a draw, and it was Champions League music. I'd listen to it all day. So your spoiler alert, and we did the draw. We did well. We do. We do do the draw because you're in the draw anyway. <laughs> uh, so Ottomendi and Fabio Martins combine on the right flank, uh, which is kind of against Fabio Martins' better uh, wishes because he wants to be played on the left as an inverted winger, but he's doing quite nicely out on the right hand side. Uh, a low ball in along the floor, swept home inside the six-air box, makes it one 0 Ramos gets a second on thirteen minutes. VAR says yes. John Brooks, uh, who's had to come in because my four central defenders are all injured or crocked or broken, uh, he starts off the move this time. Finds Neres on the left edge of the box again. Low cross in, swept home by Ramos. Two 0 chance of a hat-trick is not even 15 minutes on the clock but we're so much better than we were against uh, Vizela 20 minutes in we're already starting to slow down the pace after going 2-0 up preserve a bit of energy heading into halftime working the wings with Grimaldo and Ba. Ramos goes close again this whole perfect hat-trick thing uh, header coming in uh, over the bar just on the half hour mark he cracks another header off the post on 35 he knows what he's trying to do playing out of his skin in comparison to last week but at halftime it's 2-0 up uh, we're away from home Rafa comes comes off uh, his job is done he's playing in that kind of number 10 role Chiquino is on uh, midway through the second half I think Morato comes on for Brooks just to give him some some game time as he's coming back from injury uh, João Mario comes on and then 73 minutes Grimaldo 20 yards out free kick edge of the D around the wall top corner sticks it game ends 3-0 after the game I'm told that Ramos is now very much prepared to be an effective influence through the middle of the pitch in a central dribbling role which is going to serve him really well when he's playing as a lone striker 
with Rafa sitting off his shoulder. I'm not entirely sure how that's going to work. Do a little bit of uh, dipping into the transfer market. Go down through my affiliate list. You're trying to... Uh, I don't know whether it was you. You just going through my my transfers and and then come up with that young lad from. Oh from, yeah, from I literally I got a message saying that Benfica have uh, looking at this guy, and normally the guys that you're looking for are guys that you cannot afford. Yeah, like Zewelski or whatever. For oh. <laughs> and I'm like, he can't afford these guys. But then when you see like a name of like Serbian descent or something yeah. like that, and you just know like you the think? class strikers come from Serbia. Yeah. And all that. <laughs> so I seen that. And I was like, okay, clicked into it. Didn't even scout him. Just seen that you were bidding for him. So I bid it. Even if I got, it wasn't a lot, but I knew it was probably a lot to your wage budget because I had all my bidding done. Yeah. So I knew that if I got him, awesome. Nice one. I took someone from you. But if I didn't get him, I was driving up the price for you. So yeah, that's what I did. Well, he's he's landed in anyway. Because <laughs> uh, it, uh, and I thought there was more of a, I thought to be more of an arrangement. There was another club had a first option on him. I thought there would be more of an arrangement if he um, if he's coming from a club that you're an affiliate with or who are your kind of junior affiliate that we might be able to do some kind of a some kind of a deal there. But uh, anyway, uh, he's in. We'll see how he gets on. We'll have a look at him maybe next week. Uh, he's only seventeen. He's not really going to get a whole lot of game time. And I, I, to be honest, I don't think of any transfers or targets or anything that's left. What about you, Robbie? Transfers? Yeah. No. <laughs> so that's the fun part man. I think it's I a love, loyal man I love getting into the team and going fuck all ye I'm starting something myself I don't have enough money neither did I but I still money, managed money, to sign a lot of players money's definitely shy it's too shy what, what are you going to do with 5 million to improve Porto I have some decent players to be fair man I've I, I think I spent 5.5 million even at least brought in a lot of players I'm 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 doing great uh, I mess around with some Seppi stuff from corners as well you know and by mess around I say who's the best heading ability him okay kick the ball to him <laughs> simple right near post job yeah done. 18 heading ability don't fuck anybody else no I didn't even do near post maybe I did maybe I didn't different routines um, Ignacio signed that contract anyway and his name was Rocco Brakovic that's him that's the guy that I made the offer for anyway I'm up against Port Porto Menis obviously they have the second port after winning the Battle of the Ports against O over there the O manager my god so Port Porto Menis uh, I didn't change up the starting lineup. maybe a few subs changes um, I did the dreaded carry on your performance carry yeah, just carry on, on. carry on my wayward son that's a wrestling reference now as well uh, very good. Yeah, yeah. Thumbs up for anybody that get, knows what that's in relation to. Um, I'm away from home, which I'm a bit concerned about because I'm conceding. Cote's is booked after four minutes. Bad sign. I don't like people getting booked early on. Nothing happened uh, for like the first 30 minutes. And then I realized I still had only comes on from the last game. So I was like, oh, fuck. Uh, I'd then be more anyway, because fuck on a paltrow. And now all the highlights are just them. They start shooting. Asagio injured his ankle, but can play it on. Edward bruised his shin. He's on the left-hand side. So what do you do? Do you change people when they say, oh, they can play on it and they can play through it? I, I, it depends. As soon if, as they get the little like icon, the if little it's ambulance a, icon. If it's in the on. first half and they get to, if it's in the first half and it appears like, you know, early, in, like say midway through the first half, yeah. I'll see what role he's in. If I think he's going to be under pressure for 20 minutes, 
I'll just rip him out of there. If I think that he'll make it at half time and he's not under too much pressure, I'll let him play on. If it hasn't changed by half time, he's coming off. Like yeah. it was one of these games I had, I ended up I think it's the next game against Rio Ave I end up making a substitution uh like fucking 15 minutes into the first half. Yeah. I just I just know he's not coming out of that. Well like I because it was all down the left hand side I was like right I'm going to have to take one of them off. So I'll bring Trinkau on who's back from injury. Uh from a corner after working on my set pieces we don't score but we get a penalty. Um I changed it to Belgio as a Sadio and Trinkau um lack of bit of composure but they're all 14 on pens and of course Marcus Edward who scored the two penalties in the last game yeah. that the Belgio didn't score in um, wasn't on the field so anyway the Belgio steps up it's 1-0 third goal of the season it would have been 5 if I let him take the penalties in the last game because it was a very assured finish 1-0 at half time then straight out at half time they equalise another goal from outside of the box Ewerthen so I encourage the boys. I don't. I don't fucking read the riot act. I encourage. Take one. Go up there and fucking score a goal. Uh, I changed from work ball into the box to going more direct and to hit early crosses. I was just about to take Palestri off because he wasn't doing great up on the right, but then boom, hits an early cross, sets up Belgio. 2-1. Ugarte starts to move. Poro gets it. He plays Palestri, who's making a run, and then hits in the early cross. Belgio tap, or not even a tap in, he belted it, but it was around a penalty spot, so it was nice. Uh, Augusto and Taide are come on to refresh the midfield. And so I take Isaju off because uh, he, he's fucked anyway as well. And I hit Palestri off from my Venezuelan boy, Chacon. But uh, it, they score again. It was a very well-placed finish by Sapara. Uh, Demi Moore and a goal more attacking. Augusto was the guy that gave away the fucking, like, it was his mistake after I brought him and Tide on to refresh the midfield. Gives away the fucking pass that leads to Sapara with a lovely place finish. I go full Leroy Jenkins. Shoot on sight. 96 minutes of four minutes at a time. They get a corner. We head it clear, but head it for another corner. We head it clear outside the box. They take a shot. Cracks off the post, Ken. Finishes 2-all. It could have gone top, but now no team. Braga drew as well, so no team has maximum points anymore. Excellent. Yeah, me and Robbie, um, uh, I checked our stability status. Oh, and the job security. Yeah, me and Robbie are secure. You're only okay. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah, and Robbie lost the port in Porto as well, like, and he's still secure. But you got to redeem yourself in the next game, right? Yeah. Well, no, he well, won I the did. last game. I won the last game, and now I'm at home to Casapia, and I'm thinking, you know, Vizela, Casapia, two consecutive home games. Are you checking your club points. vision to see how happy the board are? No. No. Because I'm happy. I'm a happy little camper. Anyway. Mediocrity. I'm home to Casapia. It was recommended that I make seven changes, but I don't because they recommended that I make a load of changes against Porto Menenche. I implemented those changes and I lost 2-0 without ever getting the kick. So I was like, no, I'm the manager of this team. I'm the gaffer. And I'm the gaffer. I say goes. <laughs> yeah. Um, we all know how that went. Uh, anyway, so I, ma- I don't make the changes I make one change Pepe is in for Otavio because Otavio is suspended from the last game uh, that's the attacking Pepe that is the other Pepe is gone to Paris uh, there's only 41,000 in a 50 seater stadium is something I note now I don't think that's too concerning because um, I've seen Porto games in the Champions League and uh, a lot of the time you see blue seats it's very empty so 41,000 for a home game against Casapia not too concerned there 
What I am concerned with is that I get absolutely dominated in the first half against a team that I've never heard of before. Uh, they hit the bar, and there's a big save from distance from my goalkeeper, Diogo Costa, who you might note is starting in goal for Portugal, I believe, at this World Cup. Costa saves again after Marco Gruich, the former Liverpool midfielder, is very slack in midfield, and that really, really pisses me off because I talk about kind of controlling games and dominating. You can't be losing the ball in midfield, and I was getting counter-attacked on constantly here. Um, you Stacchio and Gruich, who are my holding midfielders, were just not breaking up the play at all. Somehow it's nil-nil at half time. It's six shots to eight. They've had three on target. I've had one. Very concerning XG. I've only 0.26, they're 0.65. And Wendell is sent off. So at this stage, I'm two and a half games into the season. I have twice as many red cards as I have goals. <laughs> <laughs> Um and <laughs> and uh, shit I am yeah <laughs> shit yeah you're gonna calm down the boys yeah I, I'm just thinking like what there's, do, there's an option in there where? when you're when you're on your tactical uh, your tactic screen and you're looking at what's happening like your your general pitch instructions there's an option there that says stay on your feet yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to excuse myself I have to go to the little boys room as Roddy regales his tales of his uh thingamajiggy <laughs> I'll be back I'm gonna take no, it no. don't like Robbie did oh, in this game. Jesus Christ almighty. No filter. And there's no filter to my team either because they are not uh, holding back in their tackles. I must say that's Octavio gone from the last game and Wendell obviously getting sent off. Nil-nil at half time. I'm down to 10 men. Um, I'm capable of dealing with being down to 10 men now. It's such a regular occurrence. <laughs> so I just bring on... Um, a substitute and I kind of change it up a bit uh, they go 1-0 up it's a goal from Godwin in the 56th minute and I'm thinking here that uh, my P45 will be delivered in the post very soon because I'm 1-0 down to Casapia. Uh, I'm going to have 3 points from 3 games 2 of them being home games against with the greatest respects to Vizela and Casapia, not the strongest of outfits and obviously the disaster that was Porto Menense last weekend um, and I'm thinking I'm going to be out of a job Toronto Tony Martinez now this could be a season changer not to, I'm not going to spoil any games but I throw on Tony Martinez I changed to a 4-4-2 diamond but obviously I'm down a player so it's kind of a 4-3-2 more so <laughs> it's literally if you can imagine I people talk about midfield needing to be compact and together and tight and the distance is not too much this is literally a straight line of a midfield it's it's counter um, of everything that you would want in a football yeah. team but I'm absolutely desperate I go very attacking I'm thinking this could I because again I'm not obviously too enlightened in the game so I'm thinking like like I could be going very attacking with 10 men here this this could get bad at home to Casa fucking Pia Casa Pia I'm back he's back unfortunately save, save the podcast Tony Martinez comes on goal in the 78th minute a brilliant finish I have to say it was a ball came into the box and he just one touch bang it ends one all he absolutely saves me I'm actually in the game a lot more in the second half I, it's, it ends 12 shots to 13 I get 2 on target in the second half uh, the XG is 0.81 to 1.03 in favour of them but again I'm down to 10 men um, I had 59% possessions 0.81 and there was what? 1.03 Point eight one against Casapia. I'm with ten men though. Taking uh, my fucking fifty nine percent possession. So again, like the last game, I'm dominating possession even with ten men. Um, but I come out of it with a draw. Wendell obviously is banned for a game, and the red cards are an absolute killer because having eleven players on the pitch is more advantageous than having ten players on the pitch. And that, that, that is actually that the is most accurate thing that you Math- yeah. mathematically that that stands. Up. Yeah, like yeah. in, in it's a light bulb moment last night. And I. I especially realised that when Casa Warren went down to nine men 
And I was what like, the thing? When 10, the other, was, when 10 the was distinctly team. more advantage than nine. And then even yeah. better than that, when we started with 11, tactically, I would have said, using my nuance, that that we had a better chance with 11 men yeah. on that pitch now you can play man on man now now I know not to start a game with 9 men it well, feels as though they have more players on the pitch Castle Warren have them I, when I you would hazard if you were off. given the option to start a game with 9 men or 10 men every time you'd pick 11 yeah we still want to, Castle Warren wants to start a game with 7 men because lads came late Jesus Christ still won it <laughs> One. That's how football works in Kilkenny. Uh, we play Rio Ave. We're considered favourites, but again, if we can play like we did against Union, um, or uh, else uh, try and avoid the shit show, uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, Draxler goes close on a minute. Go on, Julian. Uh, I'm enjoying Julian Draxler. I, I didn't give him enough credit in uh, 22 when we did our little World Cup run, and I left him out of the Germany squad, and I felt bad for him. I got him on loan from Manchester United in 22. He played... Like obviously he's playing in a he's fucking grand, like. team in my multiverse. Um, he ended up leaving. I didn't exercise an option to buy him. I was just bringing him on as a sub every now and again, especially considering like at the start uh, I was playing. I had to play Shola Shortire and for Garnacho and stuff before Garnacho was ripping stuff up. But I had to play all them because. I was just getting Sancho was out for like seven months and I had nobody really yeah, else to go on yeah. the right so I brought in Draxler on loan and he did alright like he, I think he only played like eight games yeah. including subs appearances but kept it over seven so not you can't, to, you can't complain well, he's, doing, he's doing well with the, the contributions anyway he gets a header just over the bar uh, after 90 seconds of re- like ridiculously gorgeous build up play uh, and passing into the box Neres is pressing high forces a corner five minutes in can't get anything about it but Aziz breaks on the counter for Rio Ava he's hauled down I'd say we're lucky not to see red Joe Maria is already booked actually there was a lot of yellow cards in this game I think we had four or five yellow cards inside the first half an hour Ramos gets the best chance at the half midway through the first half finds space one on one tries scoring the keeper on the right hand side loses the ball and then lads Enzo Fernandez, Enzo. Enzo I don't know build my whole team has been built around Enzo Ramos drops deep crosses to Draxler on the left wing rolls the ball out to Enzo who is tearing up the middle he's 20 yards out lashes at it from the edge of the box straight past the keeper no chance 1-0 Gilberto Brooks, Enzo, Murillo and Draxler are now all on yellow cards and we're not even finished the first half. Then it's Ramos. Enzo with a lofty cross over to Neres on the right-hand side, floats one in for Ramos, gets his head on it just outside the six-yard box. We are back. Uh, We're making home advantage count. And then Enzo again on the stroke of half-time. Carbon copy of the first goal. Gilberto's cross into the box, cleared by one of the Rio Ave defenders, straight to Gilberto, again, 20 yards out. Uh, sorry, straight to uh, straight to Enzo. 20 yards out, rips it, 3-0. Uh, lucky not to give away a penalty, mind you, but um, we go into the break 3-0. Uh, Fabio Martins comes on for Gillian Draxler for the second half. Arsnez uh, comes on for João Mario, so that's two of my yellow cards that were, were just taken care of uh, almost an Enzo hat-trick Fabio Martins tees him up in 47 minutes this time he goes high from the edge of the box clips the crossbar keeper scrambles Neres rushes in makes it 4-0 Enzo gets a long ball to Ramos with 20 minutes left Ramos this time uh, takes his uh, takes his time nice bit of composure goes around the keeper on the left hand side instead of the right hand side slots home boom empty the bench 5 changes last 20 minutes praise the boys run out the game full time 5-0 First clean sheet in the league after the clean sheet in the Champions League. Ramos hits an 8.5, Neres hits an 8.3, and Enzo, a near perfect 9.9. My name is Enzo Fernandez, and I'm a bona fide G and a certified stud. 
And you can't teach that. I, 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 I don't know what the reference even, is. I'm not, I'm, yeah, I'm not going to tell you. Other people will. That's okay. And every time you say Enzo now... Have you got another league game before we do... Uh, I just the, wanted to the, make the, a the point that we are in the transfer, still in the transfer window. Correct. Um, I'm putting Paulinho up for sale because he's never going to get a game over the Belgio. Uh, but I know it's the thing that some people were saying in the better version that was not rectified in our version. Oliver Skip going to Real Madrid for 40 million vanillies. <laughs> Again. Again. Like in everyone's save, he goes to Real Madrid for 40 million vanillies. Yuri Chilsman went to Man City for 30 million vanillies. Brighton come in with a bid of 6.75 No, You see, they're low values, right? No, two, but well, two years ago, no, Tielemann left me to go to He's Arsenal in his last year of his contract. For 110 or 120 million quid. He's in the last year of the contract, though. Mm. So he could be going for free next season. But generally, I've noticed that that never mattered, even especially in FIFA. Yeah. Like in FIFA, oh, he's six months left of his contract, 30 million. <laughs> but to be fair, FIFA you know you kind of paid that for Sanchez, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, oh, Jesus, yeah. Well, I know it was a bit of a swap Wait, with Mkhitaryan, but... No, it was the same. It was just a straight swap, and then the wages were astronomical. I, it wasn't a straight swap, though, because it was down as United bought him for thirty million, and our Arsenal bought Mkhitaryan for thirty million. Anyway, Brighton bid six point seven five million vanillies uh, for uh, Paulinho. He's worth about nine, but I just accepted that. Rejected Brentford's five million vanillies. Uh, Eduardo Enrique. He's worth about two hundred and fifty k. I'm selling him for a hundred k. Um, we get fourteen point eight million vanillies from the Champions League, and then boom, the Champions League draw. Yes. Have you finished your second union game? Uh, I haven't, but... Uh, I haven't spo- finished my game. Yeah, he hasn't finished his game. I don't want to either. Did, did you not just say that there you... There was a game and then there's a draw, isn't there? No. I, did my, t- I, did, I did my two-all game. Yeah. He did his uh, Casapia game. Yeah. And then I had... You a, just I, did a game I, with I, Rio Ave. Yeah, which I kind so of... So you know it should be your union game. Yeah, which I may have just pulled the pages out of order. So anyway... Motherfuckers! I, I, I do the union side of this things. This unprofessional right. bullshit! Sp- spoiler alert, we were 3-0 up in the first leg. We finished this one 5-0 up. Ten minutes in, i got to bring on Enzo. This is where Florentino Luis uh, gets pulled out. Uh, it's all quiet in the first half. It's scoreless at half time. Which isn't good because we're, we're, we're uh, scoreless. Mur- Murata comes on for John Brooks. Peter Musa is coming on for Ramos to see what he's like up front. Go only comes for the second half because uh, <laughs> Union have no shots on target, have no shots at all, are like on 30% possession. They're, they're not even in the game by any stretch of the imagination uh, Goncalves gets uh, run out uh, midway through the second you've no calves as well I do I do I do he takes a free kick on 78 floats it to the back post for Morata to get his head on it it's 1-0 and then Goncalves is involved again Arsenal sends in a long ball Fabio Martins hits it first time 85 minutes 2-0 so 2-0 to us, 5-0 on aggregate. Musa gets another one ruled out by VAR on injury time. And ladies and gentlemen, we have qualified for the Champions League and we get 14.8 million euro for the privilege. Um, right, so I, I, I have talked about three league games. How many league games have you talked about, Robbie? Two. Two. Finish up your third one. For third sake. one, Invicta Derby against Boa Vista. Never heard of the Invicta Derby, never heard of Boa Vista. Never they heard won- of Boa Vista. How did you never hear of Boa Vista? Boa Vista were like the Portuguese qualifiers for the Champions League for years. Were yeah. they? Yeah. yeah. 
Vogue Vo- Vo- Vista were the big leagues before. I'm not all, you see. The no, 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 no. Hold on now. You said you, when you were talking to Duncan McMath or one of Duncan them, McMath. You, you, you counted yourself as like a, a football historian or something? No, I didn't say that. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. I said a football enthusiast. No, you didn't. You said something else. A Go on anyway. Historian. Go on anyway. I'm hardly that fucking arrogant anyway it's pretty arrogant Invicta Derby against Boa Vista 50% of Castle Warren's goals this season Invicta Derby against Boa Vista <laughs> they and want me to they want me to play days. cautious but I don't because they wanted me to play cautious against Porto Menenche and I lost the port in my name for that so here I am I'm going balanced happy enough on my side um, 12 minutes 1-0 down Makuto scores a brilliant goal uh, on the counter it has to be said it's shocking from my part I said in the last game Gruitch and Eustachio are just not stopping the counter attack so I'm thinking what's the point of playing two holding midfield players if none of you can actually break up the play uh, Taremi then's going through on goal brilliant pre-season pre-season doesn't matter a fuck because he hasn't hit it can't hit fucking Baron Door in the league big miss uh, still 1-0 and then Onyanachi scores after 26 minutes to make it 2-0 I ring the changes and go very attacking they score again on the 64th minute and it's absolute curtains I mean it couldn't be going worse I'm 3-0 down against what are apparently my biggest rivals that I didn't know of um, I haven't had an attack at this stage 3-0 down there's 65 minutes gone Tony Martinez is thrown on again Tony Martinez scores again because that's what Tony Martinez does and after that goal there's no highlights for me attacking again I have an XG of 0.74 I'm not sure how it's that high Quite frankly, only maybe the goal itself has done that. Um, But I lose 3-1. Theirs is 1.67 to 0.74. So I am kind of half thinking I'm a bit unfortunate here to lose 3-1, but not really. It's uh, 50-50 possession. I have three shots on target out of 10 shots in total. Um, Disastrous result. Four points in four games away from home. I mean, the sign of a good team is what they're like away from home. And... uh, this is the sign of a bad team that they've lost both of their games by two goals against, you know, with the greatest respects to both East and Porto Menente. Probably will be top half teams, but won't be fighting it out for any league or European positions, I mm. would have thought. Maybe they will. Um, but just so, so soft. So soft. Three goals against... Um, Boa Vista. I mean, I give it to the players afterwards. I tell them they're a disgrace. Um, that it was a shocking performance and that they let the supporters down. And... Um, I try to make out that I know what this derby means to the supporters. I obviously don't have a clue because, again, uh, I don't know who Boa Vista are. I lose 3-1 and I'm thinking I'm surely going to be out of a job here very, very soon. My next game is against Vito Grimaric, who I would have known and who are quite a capable team. And I think they're in fourth in the league by the time I take them on. So I am thinking, um, ahead of that game, I'm thinking I could be seriously out of a job uh, here very, very soon. So um, tentative times ahead of that one at the drag out. The champions. Da, 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 da. That's how it goes. Champions League draw, lads. Yeah, and we're then all, we all crash out. We're all in there. You all crash out. I drive on. You get back in. Looks like this. I absolutely got. Actually, Robbie, you were in pot one. Was I? Yeah. Well, that's because I'm the champions. Defending, yeah, defending, defending Portuguese league champions. champions. Myself and uh, Shane over there uh, were in pot three. Which is a bit fucking rough. Uh, so, uh, Group A looks like Man City, Juventus, Benfica, fuck's sake, and Copenhagen. If I get... 
I yeah, but Benfica knocked Juventus out in real life. Uh, Benfica did knock Juventus out in real life, but this isn't real life, Robbie. This is this is this uh, is more this, than real life. This is how football manager works. They're serving me up a test. Have I got the wherewithal to beat Juventus? I drew nil all with them in against Hibernian, and I got my arse whooped in the second leg last season. Very possible. Real Madrid, uh, RB Leipzig, RB Salzburg, two Red Bull clubs, uh, and Club Brugge in Group B. Uh, group C has Milan and Chelsea, much like real life. Shakhtar and Cervenia Zvedz uh, Group D That's Red Star Belgrade by the way Yes uh, Group D has uh, PSG Atletico uh, Sporting Ah And Trabzonspor Trabzonspor So you're, you're all Turkish buddies Man I, I was getting really happy Like Mrs. Bought a lot of celebrations so, so like the so Champions yeah, League music on. came on I got really excited and I busted up the celebrations <laughs> I was making like Snickers and Twix sandwiches on top of each other 40 calories each fucking Yuck, I had about 400 calories in the space of 34 seconds. Put it into my mouth, chewed down, fucking whole thing crashed. Yeah. Came back, found out I was against PSG in Atletico. <laughs> Europa League, here I come, baby! <laughs> and I'm happy to be in the Europa League. Fuck, I'm not going to win the Champions League. You're not in the Europa League yet. I'm going to be. You happy happy, you happy to be you, there. You won't be if you fall fourth in the table. Uh, Porto... Oh, you threw a spanner in the work, I you did, bollocks. Porto uh, gets Spurs... Wait, who's this team that you're talking of? Porto. Porto. Robbie. Oh, Robbie. it's oh, oh, it's Get yeah, pretty immature amongst us. Get, it's all. Uh, Spurs, Bayer Leverkusen, and Sturm Graz. How do you fancy your chances? Ah, oh, yeah, you couldn't ask for better than that. I won't. I, I mean, I'll. Fair he was. What got, pot you, was he in? You did get epoxy grade. He was in pot one. Like Spurs or pot two? I would have thought. Uh, Spurs or pot two? Yeah, yeah that's tough. Bayer Leverkusen, Sturm Sturm Graz. I mean, if I can't get out of that group, there's no excuse. As simple as that. Mm-hmm. I'll come up with an excuse. And yeah. plenty of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah, up yeah. a leg every uh, Frankfurt, Liverpool, Inter, and Olympiacos in Group F. Uh, Ajax, Sevilla, Dortmund, and Marseille in Group G. Which is a, actually a nice kind of tricky enough group. Uh, and then Bayern, Barcelona, Napoli, and Celtic. Celtic are getting whooped in that one. Uh, no offense. Uh, group H is where they finish out. Uh, last game of the week uh, for me is against uh, uh, Club Desportivo Chaves. Desportivo. And very quickly. Uh, Jean Maria, a little bit of hit and hope early doors, um, but we end up with a butte from Rafa six minutes in. Grimaldo lays a free kick square to Rafa from about 25 yards out. Everybody is distracted. And it was great. I haven't seen this played up at all. So, uh, direct free kick, rather than going for goal, he fucking kicks it 20 yards out to the left hand side. Rafa's waiting there. Everybody's distracted. Keeper doesn't know what's going on. The wall is still in the way. He just floats the ball into the top corner. It's absolutely savage. Uh, do we win a penalty in 15 minutes? Yes. João Mario takes it? Yes. What does he do? Cracks it off the post. Automendi's booked again. Ramos makes it 2-0 in 20 minutes. Uh, Draxer lobs one over the defence. Goalkeeper kicks it off Ramos, <coughs> which was a bit kind of like uh, your mad goal last week. Goes back over the head of the keeper and into the back of the net. Crazy stuff. Enzo gets booked third yellow of the half inside 25 minutes. Neres gets his fourth goal of the season on 35. Jean Maria with a corner in, cleared back, lobs it into the back post. Neres is there. And then Morata nearly makes it 4 0 on the stroke of half time. Uh, but then Rafa does go and make it 4 0 on the stroke of half time. Draxler again with the setup. Kind of looked more like a shot. Keeper punches it to Rafa. It's 4 0. Their keeper is so bad. So we just go shoot on side for the second half. We end up. 
winning the game 5-1 clean sheet would have been nice uh, Jean Murillo hits a crossbar on 93 as well game over Rafa with a hat trick and a 10 rating our first 10 rating of the season Robbie do you want to talk about your game yeah will do Vitor Gomares I changed to a 4-4-2 diamond simply because I need to start dominating these games and it also suits the vertical tiki taka style so put Tony Martinez in I mean he has two goals in his last two substitution appearances so that was a no brainer really I think there were some the assistant was like you need to put Ivan Nilsson in because he has a good rapport with Taremi I was like he can rapport himself on the bench because I need Tony Martinez in this team uh, good retention the ball at the back and in midfield which was really important Galeno and Gruwich and Pepe and Otavio's playing at the tip of the diamond so he's playing right behind Taremi and um, Martinez so I'm thinking of a strong enough attack it's just whether I'm going to be too narrow or not um, but I change it up Martinez misses a big chance but scores for the, at the third time of asking he actually misses two champion chances after brilliant play and VAR awards at VAR um, I think there was a bit of a check but it was a goal after 15 minutes and 1-0 up absolutely dominating I mean they haven't had a chance and then it's one all because Lemaire's lashes it into the top corner after 25 minutes that's completely against the run of play Octavia goes through on goal clips it over the top with a crossbar poor finish I'm getting hurt a bit down the wings that's where the goal came from it was a cross in went to um, Lemaire's at the edge of the box and he whipped it into the top corner but other than that really really good performance um 0.81 to 0.31 XG and I 52% possession against quite a good team uh, but it is one all at halftime nevertheless and considering I only have four points from four four games and haven't played against anyone particularly big and I'm coming up against Benfica next I know I have to win this game Martinez misses another one-on-one after being played through on the hour mark I'm thinking what's happening here um, same thing happens moments after so he misses another big chance and I uh, move to very attacking because I have to win the game basically and Martinez scores scores this time again third time of asking in this half being played through on the 69th minute I go 2-1 up Otavia misses a big chance and then I'm kind of clinging on I go defensive trying to get the game over the line just trying to get a win trying to get three points for the first time since the second game of the season and I do I eventually win 2-1 very deservedly I must say uh, expected goals of 1.65 to me only 0.56 to them I 56% possession so that's upped in the second half uh, it was by far the best performance I've had in the competitive game uh, by far if you recall I did win the Super Cup at the start of the season you do um, have some silverware but yes. that was a poor poor shoddy performance that was kind of papered over by individual um, moments of magic the league hasn't pitch. gone well obviously Porto Menenche and um, Boavista have beaten me away give from him home. the fucking correct name Porto Porto Menenche this is ridiculous that I have to say that well you lost uh, you lost the battle of the ports at home but at home I've been quite strong in the sense that no I wouldn't say strong I haven't played against too many good teams but I mean uh, 10 men getting a draw uh, obviously beating Vizela and then going on to beat um, he's strong in marriage. the sense that like he does lift weights but he skips leg no. day that's how strong he is no but Anyway, uh, seven points from five games. I'm eight in the table, six off the lead and three points off the UEFA Champions League places. And I end with the line that the diamond allowed me to dominate. And once I stopped the counter-attack, it was key. Counter-attack, of course, was what killed me against Boa Vista. And my final line is Martinez is a gem. And he is a gem. Four goals in three games. He a only gem one in the them. middle of a diamond formation. Yes. Yeah, see, and if, if, if I am to have a good season, I think it's going to be relying on him and Taremi finding a bit of form along with Octavio maintaining um, what is pretty good so far see um, Robbie had so a lump hope. Of, Robbie had a lump of coal but he's so fucking tight that he squared it into a diamond he squared yeah, it into a diamond exactly. yeah. Yeah, but there's, ho- there's hope for me okay there's hope take us home Shane O'Keefe yeah so can I complete can, can it be a three piece 
I've had 10 points from 12 games. Can I get 13, 13 points from 15 games? That's quick math right there. In five games. I'm against Casapia, the team that tore O down. Trinkau was injured once I again. defeated Casapia. Did you? Yes. I don't be listening to what you've been going on. <laughs> Trinkau is injured. Um, there's two changes to the starting lineup. I bring in Marsa, who's a 20 year old. Throw him out on the left because the Sadio let me down. Let me down. And uh, Iturbe, he's injured. I didn't even see that because um, I'm watching Raw 98 as well in the background. Man, they used a lot of the same guys all the time. Like, it was like every 15 minutes, Austin was showing up, or The Rock, or Kane, or something. Anyway, um, so injury for uh, Iturbe brings in Adnan. I need a clean sheet, Kenneth. I need one. That's what I'm fucking setting out to do. Uh, they're very defensive. That's where I'm getting the fucking five at the back and two defensive midfielders. Um, so I did me more, like right from the off. I'm like, this ain't fuck you fuck. <laughs> Start shooting. I'm not shooting enough. You just see it from the sideline. It's like, game is thrown in here. <laughs> You're just shouting the odds of players and they're barely on the pitch. That's what I, I, do I really shout on the sideline in real life? I don't know, I'm busy scoring goals. No, when you fuck up, I shout. Busy scoring goals. Or wait, like, something simple. But I give words of encouragement as well. I'm a, I'm a nice, approachable man in real life. Uh, I'm not shooting enough, so I go attacking from a positive. Ugarte from a corner. Woohoo! Routines, bitches! 1-0. Uh, nothing then really happens. I have eight shots, four on target. I've sh- I turned on shoot on sight in early crosses. Uh, we're conceding... Every game, so I'm very conscious that I need another. No Cavs missed a nice chance. I'm worried with Aguta, uh, Ugarte on a yellow. Marita from outside the box forces a good save. The Beljo gets on the end of another two separate corners. Once again, the same animation. I put on Arthur Gomez from Palestri because he's just been underwhelming since he came. Then Palestri fucking scores. Beljo sets him up 2-0. Do you want to carry on with that substitution? <gasps> How about now? He just scored. Uh, I bring on Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan, Shaka Shaka Khan, and Gomez on for no calves and Edwards. The Beljo fires another header over. I bring Augusto and Taidea on. The Beljo then hits the fucking crossbar, ringing that fucking bell with a header. He had, I went after the game to check. He had eight chances with three on target, or eight shots with three on target. Overall, I've had 24 shots with six on target, but... It was my first clean sheet. I won 2-0. I'm undefeated at the top of the table. Is there an invincible season happening? Undefeated. No. Undeniable. The Shane O'Keefe documentary. There won't because uh, you got to play uh, oh, and me Fika. next month and you got to play... Do you got to play sport? No, I just went Fika. Just me. I think he might be relegated by the time I get to play him. That's good. I'll be delighted All to right. take some points. I'm top of the table. You are top of the table. And the, the Portuguese man of war. And all going and to plan, all my other names. I'll go into plan next week. I get my game in hand played, and I'll be a point behind you. I should write down all oh, my. No, names. no, I'm playing you next week. Yeah. What do you mean a point behind him? Uh, yeah. All going to plan. And I'm playing point you next week. Well. Yeah, I got to play both of you next week. How do you think that's going to make me feel next week? Yeah. Thanks very much. I need to write down all my nicknames because fucking hell, I'm just. Kahuna did. Kahuna did that list. We'll go back to that podcast and we'll work forward from there. No, no, but I mean like the Caribbean god. The King of the Snow Forest. The the Don. Oh, you had the Don, then you kind of lost the Don thing. You had the, the Don, King, you had the, the King Duke. Of the Snow Forest. Was I the Duke? The Duke of Edinburgh. Duke of Edinburgh. I, I was... Wouldn't go using that title too much. I was the the Pirate of the Seaman, or... Some, 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 something... King of the High Seas or some yeah. shit. I was the Sultan of the Sakaman Empire. Yes. Um, I was... 
Al Pepe. Al, al Jefe. No. Al Presidente. Al Presidente. Al Presidente when I was with Atletico. What was that, Baca? Al Presidente is a documentary by Doug McMahon. Uh, about me, obviously. Uh, That's what I just said. Obviously. Undeniable. That was needless to say. Undeniable. Know. Not sure. Anyway, Shane O'Keefe's story. That's El where Presidente. we're gonna. That's where we're gonna leave it uh, for today. If someone can put down all my nicknames though on a tweet, that'd be very fucking. In, in one tweet, I'm telling you, we go back to that podcast where we did the list. No, Kahuna went we to see forward. all the names that I introduced myself as. What was oh, I today? Sorry. Remington yeah, yeah. De Shane. Anyway, that's where we're gonna leave it for today. This has been the Football Manager Football Show, episode number ninety six. It's been about a six hour fucking it omnibus episode, has. like an. EastEnders imagine, on a Sunday that your mum's watching that goes on for six hours imagine what's going to happen when we get to Christmas and everybody gets to play loads of football manager we, we will uh, do this all again next Friday you can catch up on the show as always fmfshow.com Spotify Apple Podcasts wherever you do your podcast listening and until next week thanks for the company we'll talk to you again good luck The Football Manager Football Show, brought to you by scoreline.ie.